0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Convancing Coffee Break with me, Mandy Brown, and Richard Snape. Hello. Today, we're going to discuss the government's announcements in relation to cladding that they made on the 10th of January 2022. Richard, can you just remind us of the background?
1: Yeah, it's um, something we've discussed before in these uh, news flashes because it's obviously one of the hot topics of uh, residential conveyancing that's been for a couple of years now. Uh, it's these dreaded EWS one external wall system certificates that uh, the, the mortgage companies are wanting for, for high rise buildings. i doesn't mention the little bit of history about it. It's so obviously it was about Grenfell. The Grenfell disaster was in. Um, June, June the fourteenth of uh, twenty seventeen, and there was no standardisation amongst the mortgage companies. So in late two thousand and nineteen, the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors, together with UK Finance and the uh, the, the Building Societies Association, introduced these EWS one certificates, which were originally meant to be for buildings. High-rise residential buildings of uh, 18 metres or more, roughly six storeys in height. But uh, again, something I've mentioned before, the government um, in January of 2020, almost two years ago now, they introduced uh, guidance, advice in relation to multi-storey, multi-occupied residential buildings that said that you might need these things for less than 18 metres of high high height. To buildings with uh, any form of cladding and also something called high-pressure laminate. And then you suddenly started to see three, four-storey buildings uh, where the mortgage companies, the valuers, would tell mortgage companies that uh, we required one of these EWS1 certificates, which were taking a huge amount of time to, to get through, not least of which because uh, people couldn't get insurance unless you were a recognised uh, fire safety inspector. And a lot of people listening to this will know that the chaos it's been causing in relation to flats.
0: Have there been any
1: other recent developments? Well, sort of not so recent, but um, back in March uh, of 2021, March the 8th, uh, the Royal Institution introduced, uh well, it didn't actually come into force until April the 5th, but they produced new guidance as to when these things would be required. And um, they basically, I mean, the government was saying it would reduce the number of flats, you know, it's on a building-by-building basis, but it would reduce the number of flats that require these things by um, about half a million. But um, That's not necessarily the case because they did sort of enshrine the fact that uh, less than 18 metre high buildings might want these things if there was uh, cladding, certainly combustible cladding, and also uh, balconies and the likes made of timber. Do you want to know what went on after that, Samandee?
0: That would be useful. Thank you.
1: Well, the government then announced in July, July the 21st, uh, 2021, that um, they'd reached agreement with the mortgage companies that uh, only in exceptional circumstances would you need these things for an 18 metre or less in height buildings. But the mortgage companies and the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors just then denied it and said if the government guidance isn't withdrawn, they're going to continue wanting these things. And in December, December the 10th, I think it was, just you know, not much before Christmas, Ricks reiterated that they thought on grounds of health and safety and the likes that the, the guidance would remain, which uh, then I suspect gave rise to the announcements on January the 10th. from mm. The Ministry of levelling up. What did the government say? Yeah, it was um, I say it was the Ministry of Levelling Up Housing and Communities. It sort of just rolls off the tongue. Well, it used to be the Ministry of Housing, but it's now levelling up when us Northerners have to be given money. But uh, Michael Gove is the, the Secretary of State, as you may appreciate. This was a national news story. Uh, one thing they said is that they are going to withdraw the guidance in January 2020, and it's been withdrawn on that very day. And they also basically said that... Well, originally for between 11 and 18 metre high buildings, if you got 18 metres or more buildings, there were building safety funds available. They were limited. The original versions came to the end at the end of June, but it was then announced and uh, was reiterated on, in, on January the 10th that the building safety funds are going to be extended further another £5.1 billion, but only for 18-metre or more in height buildings. I mean, the original plan was uh, that if it was less than eighteen metres and cladding needed to be removed, the government would have a loan scheme whereby flat owners would only be paying a maximum of £50 per month back They'd take out a loan from the government. That wasn't, that's been dropped now, officially. I think we all thought it was going to go. That's, uh, you know, make one of the major announcements is the government's now given the, the building industry and the developers, to, they say two months, but uh, to get their own act together and have meetings and the likes. And if they don't get their own act together, then the government's going to impose obligations on them.
0: Have you any idea as to what the obligations are?
1: Well, they're talking about sort of um, imposing statutory liability, but I mean that should be there anyway. They're certainly talking about... Um, Banning the builders from the help to buy new build schemes. There's uh, Ryden Homes in in December has already been banned because of their associations with Ryden Maintenance, who were responsible for the refurbishment or partly responsible for the refurbishment of uh, of Grenfell. So that's certainly a threat. But uh, we'll have to see the detail. I suppose the other thing they're saying for for 18 metres or more high buildings and possibly for less as well, this was announced in the the, the budget in October, but again reiterated, they're going to introduce a building safety charge if the building industry doesn't get their own act together, whereby you can be charged uh, a 4% levy on your buildings if you're a sufficiently large builder with annual profits of uh, more than 25 million pounds. The other thing they've done is uh, they're producing new guidance that says that uh, for between 11 and 18 metre high buildings, the people who do the assessments, the fire safety inspectors and the likes, there should be an assumption that they do not require work in relation to cladding unless you can show otherwise there's a there's a serious risk. They're also ploughing money into putting fire alarms and smoke detectors into Buildings are more than 18 meters in the height because people at the moment are paying for these waking watches you know, via service charge. And uh, I think Michael Go had said previously before Christmas that this is uh, you know, the amount of money that is being charged is uh, is, is ridiculous. I think his words were. And uh, I say a lot more guidance. So we'll have to see what happens in relation to it. But it's good news that the the 2020 to January 2020 guidance is finally being withdrawn.
0: Richard, were there any other announcements?
1: Well, yeah, there was. um, It's something we talked about in one of the other conveyancing coffee breaks later in 2021, the building safety bill, which was going to increase the limitation period um, for being able to take action against... Builders and contractors from current six years from becoming aware of the breach to fifteen years. They've announced uh, that uh, the building safety bill is going to be changed, and it's going to go up to thirty years limitation period. I'm not sure how many of the builders will still be in existence after thirty years to be sued in the first place, but it's a massive, massive limitation period. Subject to the bill obviously going through Parliament.
0: So, what does the future hold?
1: Well, the one thing at the time of talking about this on. January the fourteenth, we don't really know. Here's what the mortgage companies are going to decide, and what the valuers are going to decide. Because in relation to the EWS one certificates, they're also training. They're, they're putting money into, and then they find the people who do the assessments against claims and the like so more people can do the assessment. But uh, obviously, it's uh, it's that the down to what the mortgage companies decide to do in relation to the EWS1 certificates and whether the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors changes their guidance. But it's, uh, at least the work seems uh, a lot of it will be paid for via you know, either the building levy or government funding. But uh, if the mortgagees require work to be done before they lend, it can still take many and many a month, it can take many a month to get the building safety fund applications sorted out and the likes. So it's a ray of hope, but we'll have to see. I suspect I'll be talking about it again for some time.
0: Thank you, Richard, for another informative session. Until next time.
1: Thanks a lot.
0: You have been listening to another episode of Convancing Coffee Break, the only podcast for busy convincing professionals brought to you by Lawshore Insurance, the UK's leading provider of title insurance. For more information on our free conferences, go to www.lawshoreinsurance.co.uk where you can download recent conference recordings.